two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas, ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com tutor to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com tutor. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter and the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, this is Buck Sexton, and you're listening to the Tudor Dixon Podcast, part of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. I'm Tudor Dixon, and I am so excited to have you join the Tudor Dixon podcast. Let me start by telling you a little bit about me. I started off my career in manufacturing for many years before becoming a mom. And when my four little girls were little, a friend asked me to step into a totally different world, the media world. I had a little experience in media from college and just out of college, but this was a mostly totally new adventure for me. We created a news program for middle and high school students designed to focus on news of the day and pro-America stories. And the funny thing is those pro-America stories led me down a whole new path into politics. As some of you may know, I was the Republican nominee for governor in the state of Michigan last year. I stepped away from my career completely and I campaigned for about 18 months. It was a totally incredible journey. And not only did I learn about all the different cultures across my beautiful state, but I met the most amazing people. As I traveled along on this journey, I really felt that I needed to share some of those stories with other people. And that's what inspired me to do this podcast. And one of the people that I met along the way was named Rick Ector. And it was probably one of the most nerve wracking moments of my campaign for me, because Rick offers free gun training for women, and I'm going to confess I had never shot a gun before that day. But turns out I was exactly who Rick was looking for, because he wants women to feel confident that they can protect themselves. And that day, I lined up with hundreds of women in the Detroit area to learn more about how to use a gun safely. The reason I want you to meet Rick is because his story really touched me. It's raw. It's true life. It's kind of superhero in the making type of stuff. And 
Rick is an awesome guy. He's not arrogant. He's not forcing other people to be on his side, but his life changed in a moment and he used that experience to help others learn to defend themselves. Whatever you think about guns, I think you're going to find Rick's story very interesting. Rick Ector is the owner of Rick's Firearm Academy of Detroit, and I'm pleased to have him here with me today. Rick, welcome to the Tudor Dixon Podcast. Hey, I I thank you so very much for having me on the show. I'm excited. I am glad to see that you're out. You know, you're continuing to share the word about what it is that we want to accomplish in our state and across the country. And uh, it's, it's an honor to be here, and I want to thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here. So I want you to tell your story, because my understanding of your story, you can correct me if I'm wrong, is that you never actually owned a gun until you were staring down the barrel of someone else's gun, and that kind of inspired you to change things in your life. Is that right? That's pretty close. I, uh, I, I had a shotgun at home that I bought at the uh, urging and uh, the advice that was given to me by uh, men in the family. They said, hey, you're a homeowner. You need to have uh, some means of defending yourself and your family if you ever needed to do so. So I dutifully, dutifully, dutifully went to a gun range and uh, I purchased a 12-gauge shotgun, bought some shells, and that was all the interest I had in owning a firearm. And uh, that pretty much changed one day when I was coming home from work one day at the time of the year uh, reminiscent of where we are now when it gets dark early and maybe 6 p.m. or so in my driveway I was accosted by two men I did not know they produced guns they robbed me and uh, fortunate that I survived that event but it put me on a journey and that journey was to learn more about firearms and personal protection I refused to be like other neighbors in my community who were crime victims who decided to just walk away from their homes, sacrifice their equity, and just start over somewhere else uh, in the area. But uh, I continued to do that, and uh, I learned how to uh, defend myself. I received a concealed pistol license here in the state of Michigan. I started training and teaching, and uh, man, that took me down another rabbit hole, and I just started doing other events. Uh, Lo and behold, today I am the organizer of an event. We're now heading into our 12th year in which we give free shooting lessons to women by the thousands. Uh, The lifetime number of women that we have trained with a rain safety briefing and a free shooting lesson is now at 7,500 and going. And keep in mind, we only do this program on one weekend out of the year. And that is where I learned to shoot a gun. So that was very exciting for me because it was... I'm like amazed because I did not know that that first year you came, the year before this last one, that that was your first time shooting. I didn't see you actually shoot then because I was off doing other stuff. But I know I was around for the last last uh the last iteration and i looked at your target man and you are amazing truly <laughs> that's amazing. because you're you you have such a great program i mean and i'm serious you do have a great program because i was nervous and i think that if you've never used a gun before i mean i can tell you from my personal experience i was nervous it's a lot of power in your hands and you think about that situation would i be able to use that if i were in that situation where i absolutely had to and as i was walking in 
in that line with all of these other women. And to be honest, these were mostly black women from Detroit who were concerned for their safety. And they were telling me they come every year or some of them had brought people that were there for the first time. And they said they just felt like it was it was the safest thing for them to know how to use a gun, to have their own personal protection. And we've heard there's there's kind of mixed reviews from politicians. Some politicians and especially police chiefs will say the best thing is for people to be able to protect themselves. And some are saying that we should wipe out guns altogether. But you were actually inspired by a young woman's story who didn't make it. And and that's why you did this. Is that right? Yeah, I uh, was watching my local uh, newscast and uh, I saw a very disturbing story. At least I felt it was. I saw a story in which it was recounted that a woman's, you know, partially nude body was discovered, you know, literally laying on the street, presumably raped and killed. And I thought that that was a particularly heinous crime. It really uh, set on my heart. And I thought, man, someone should do something about it. And you know, I was bold enough to talk to a few friends about it, and I said, man, we should, we should like, put together a program. And they were like, well, wh- what type of program? And uh, I was able to pull a, a few uh, favors from, from various people, got some people to help sponsor the event, got a place to donate their range and uh, to allow us to use their facilities, got five, six other firearms instructors to donate their time, and we trained 50 women that year. And uh, I was speaking with a good friend of mine, Ken Blanchard, that runs a uh, website called Black Man with a Gun in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. He encouraged me to continue. And so we just organically grew it year after year. And our high water mark was at the uh, high point of the pandemic two years ago. We trained almost 2,000 women in just one weekend. And uh, I've been encouraged and emboldened to go forward. And uh, we're looking to add maybe another 1,500, 1,600 women this year. Wow, that's amazing. And and we heard that there was an increase in gun sales during the pandemic. You mentioned that that was your high point for training people. Why do you think that was? I know we've seen a lot of It seems like we're hearing more about violence in the news, and I think people are more concerned about their own safety. Do you think that has anything to do with that increase in sales? It is the uh, principal reason why people are exploring uh, options to protect themselves, particularly when you look at some of the uh, news media reports from all across the country where there was a lot of civil disturbances in cities across the country. And... uh, they were watching law enforcement officers on the scene watching these bad events unfold and the officers weren't doing anything and people were just what some of the media outlets called it peaceful protests well since when is burning buildings and torching homes and setting fires and and assaulting people since when is that peaceful but uh, you know those those images and the things that people were seeing and hearing across the country you know was such a groundswell of interest in personal protection and then you couple that with the fact that we were on you know lockdowns there were a lot of people who wanted to do something about safety plus they were stuck in the house not necessarily stuck in the house per se but there was nowhere to go So why not go to a free shooting lesson? Why not learn how to protect myself? It seems like you're taking care of two birds with one stone, Uh, learning more about personal protection and uh, you get to entertain yourself. And, you know, the great thing about it, you know, I don't make, you know, any assurances that, uh, you know, that this is going to change your life. 
you know, it could. It could protect your life. It could save your family. But uh, if you were curious about what it takes to protect yourself and, and to protect your family and had no resources to turn to, I removed all of the all of the uh, the reasons, excuses why people might not explore guns because you know maybe it's uh, too expensive. You don't know anyone. It's intimidating. I thought I would create a, a welcoming, warm environment to get them to show up. I did everything but have a daycare. Center center set up so as long as they made it you know I, they were warmly received and uh we got them trained and man it's just great to see all the lives that this program has touched over the years so have you heard anything any feedback from any women have there ever been a has there ever been a woman who's come to you and said what you provided for me really changed my life or saved my life you know, I've heard numerous anecdotes and stories that have been shared with me with uh, varying degrees of involvement on part of the, the woman that went through the program. You know, I've had some women who uh, tried it and, and in a very fortunate few said, hey, you know, at least I tried it and they weren't interested. And then we've had women that tried it, actually bought a gun during the actual event. Uh, signed up for training courses, got their concealed pistol licenses. Uh, there have had been some women who've had to produce their firearm under a very dangerous and stressful situation and they needed to attempt to use it. In many of those cases, uh, those, w those women found out that the bad guys, once that there was a, a reasonable potential threat to their safety in trying to, to effect a a robbery, rape, or a murder, they decided to run. And of course, you know, outside your home, you can't shoot even bad guys in the back. So, you know, you let them run and you call the police. And you know what? I've actually have had a few students who have actually had to actually shoot someone. And in some oh, cases, wow. there were former intimate partners and, and in others, they were complete strangers that they had not met before. But, uh, you know, these are encouraging stories. You know, I never like to hear about someone being shot, but uh, I won't lose too many tears about a violent criminal being stopped by a law-abiding citizen who merely decided to take on a more active role in their personal protection. Let's take a quick break. More with Rick Ector next. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., that's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. 
If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is, quote, worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once, and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas, ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4 slash tutor to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4 slash tutor. Welcome back to the Tudor Dixon podcast. We continue our conversation with Rick Ector. So let me ask you a little bit about what you think in in Michigan right now. We we are seeing a lot of proposals for gun reforms is what they're calling them. It's funny to me because when you read the newspaper, they say common sense gun reforms, which is so ridiculous that they use this terminology. And it's like they're trying to trick people into believing that they're they need to have these, that this is something that you absolutely have to have. But I I have a feeling that you probably disagree with a few of these. I've seen your NRA commercial. And so I want to get your opinion on what's going on in Michigan and and in the United States, because Joe Biden has also President Biden has also put something out saying that he wants to have some reforms as well. So give me your thoughts on that. Man, you open up a can of worms on this topic. Uh, let me tell you, <laughs> you know, just looking at the past couple of weeks, there have been uh, some very uh, disturbing crime stories that happened here in uh, southeastern Michigan. Of course, the the one case where the uh, disturbed individual who decided that he wanted to go to the campus of Michigan State and, and kill people, you know, it touches on a lot of talking points and a lot of things that people people discuss when talking about guns and how do we make our community safer. I don't think that there could have been a, a, a greater illustration of the need for uh, protecting people than what happened on the campus of Michigan State. You had a, mm-hmm. an evil person who for whatever reason came onto that campus armed with uh, you know, a firearm uh, in a gun-free zone. Of course, you can't legally carry guns on the campus of Michigan State. Michigan State has its own campus police force, and uh, they just were not there fast enough. And this guy was able to go on and commit all of these atrocious acts. And, uh, you know, in, in the aftermath, you know, he wasn't found and caught until an anonymous tip came in that he had pretty much walked several miles back home. And then, of course, he stopped himself by killing himself 
you know, I'm not really rejoicing at, at someone's loss of life, but it just goes to show you that in this particular isolated case, the, the law enforcement community just wasn't able to get there fast enough to do anything that was going to lead to protecting. But let me pick on that just a little bit more and unwrap that a little, go, go a little deeper on that story, because in the news, we immediately had Democrats call for these gun reforms. We've got to have gun control laws. All of these extra gun control laws are going to fix this. But isn't it true that if this person had been prosecuted the first time he was caught <laughs> with a gun right. illegally, then he would not have been able to buy. And he purchased this gun legally, but he would not have been allowed to buy this gun legally had we not had some of these prosecutors that are allowing people to continue to commit crimes, just letting them back out on the streets. So why do we have Democrats that are out there saying we want these, we want more laws if they're not going to enforce the laws we already have. That has been a main talking point from our side of this issue for a number of years. We, you know, we have enough gun laws on the books where if they were just merely enforced, someone actually did something about it. And in this case, they did attempt to bring them to justice. But then when he goes before a judge who has whatever political leanings or you know, how they feel about incarceration, that they fail to take appropriate action. And you know what? We, on the other side of this, we would have never known the lives that would have been, that were saved because this judge locked up a bad guy doing a bad thing that was not allowed under the law. But, uh, you know, on the Well, let me side, ask you something else about this, because I want to know if you find it frustrating that we have Democrats come out and they, they get really upset when this happens on a college campus, but you've talked quite a bit about the increase in violence in Detroit. This increase has also happened in Lansing. So this is happening two blocks over from campus, but we don't hear Democrats come out and say, we need to be safer, we need to protect people until they can actually identify with the person who got shot. Don't you think that's a little disturbing? You know, I'll, I'll piggyback on that by saying this. To me, it struck a, a, a nerve to my core mm. when in the aftermath of the shooting up at uh, Michigan State, there was the uh, post-event press conference where they gave what they call the post-mortem report, where they say they gather all the information to give a good summary of everything that transpired on that fateful day. And they were quite proud of themselves about how many agencies were involved, how fast they responded, how they communicated and coordinated, and that they had a plan that was created, you know, ad hoc, you know, on the fly, but they all to a person failed to get there and that they were a non-factor. Those people died in vain despite there being armed security on that campus with access to other law enforcement agencies, they just could not get the job done. And there's no greater illustration of the insanity of not allowing people to carry firearms legally with appropriate regulation in gun-free zones. I mean, in my opinion, well, they, they are killing zones. You're telling a criminal you have free pass to do whatever evil you want to do. Now, whether this person was evil or whether he was mentally challenged or he had some uh, moral deficiency, he still took a firearm onto a campus full of innocent people who were defenseless, despite having campus security, and killed them in cold blood. 
And they're, they're, I have yet to hear what their counter argument is in the aftermath of this colossal failure. That to me is the big problem. Every time we see this happening at a school, whether it's a high school, whether it's an elementary school, whether it's a college, there are opportunities to say, okay, what can we do to do something to either prevent the first bullet from flying, to make sure that we take care of when, for example, with this person, if he had been rightfully prosecuted the first time, this wouldn't have happened likely. But what about the idea of... Of protecting and, and allowing people. We had, I, I want to remind you that the, the rock on campus was painted the next morning to say that they wanted to be able to carry guns on campus. And, and there was outrage, like who would have allowed this to happen? Now, remember, the students paint the rock, but they insisted that this was some sort of right wing activist that came and did this. But I, I believe that there are students out there that say, hey, just like you, the women that come to your trainings, hey, I want that opportunity to defend myself. You know, and it's just common sense. I mean, police can't be everywhere, even when we think that they should be. You know, Michigan State could do a lot of things. They need to take a look at their campus in terms of what type of improvements to the actual infrastructure physically on the ground can they make it not such an inviting atmosphere for a crazy person to conduct target practice on campus? Uh, Do they need to make investments in terms of security? Should we, and I believe wholeheartedly, allow qualified people who've jumped through all the hoops, dot all the I's, crossed all the T's, to carry on campus? This idea of making it a gun-free zone clearly is not working. And then you have the people who say, well, only law enforcement officers should have, you know, firearms. And then there was another incident here in uh, Metro Detroit, and I believe it was in Livonia, Michigan. You know, and and first and foremost, before I use this this example as illustration, I, I love law enforcement. I have a ton of friends in law enforcement for a number of years. I support our police chief here in Detroit and all the other Metro Department, Metro uh, metro area, you know, community departments. You know, in this one particular case, there was a police officer from a, uh, I believe, I believe he and his uh, his ex-wife or estranged girlfriend, they were both officers here, I believe, at the Detroit Police Department, but they were uh, living out in a suburban community, I believe it was Livonia. They went through uh, an incident there. Apparently, you know, the husband, the, that police officer, you know, spaced out, flipped out, and uh, killed his, his woman, and then he killed himself. You know, it just points to the fact that anyone can be uh, capable of committing right. some of these atrocious acts, giving the right set of circumstances. And here's the thing. You cannot say, well, only law enforcement officers should have access to firearms, that, you know, that they are the only ones who can be trusted. They are people. They are human, just like anyone else. And crime and 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 uh, violent offenses can come from anywhere. What's most important is that when it shows its ugly head, that we do something about it to stop it right away. And this same point illustrates the fact that we need not only to make the proper investments in mental health, but we need to make sure that when someone knows about an incident like this, that someone is in distress, that he is actually, you know, handled. Under current law, there's a... 
there's legislation where you can have someone picked up for 72 hours if they are threatened. Well, let, let me let me ask you about that because you're talking about mental health and you're talking about there are genuinely just bad guys out there. Uh, one quick question before we go, I want to ask you because this new these new gun laws that they're coming out with um, in Michigan, in the state of Michigan, would say uh, there are some that, that people are, agree with on, on, you know, in polling that are safe storage, things like that. But they're coupled with laws that would say that they take away immunity for gun stores and gun manufacturers. Do you think that the gun manufacturer or the store that sells the gun should be held accountable for what the gun does? Definitely not. I mean, why don't we hold the uh, alcohol distributors and manufacturers liable for all the drunk driving crimes and incidents that happen? Yes. If you're going to drive, you know, do so responsibly. Don't drink and drive or be under any other intoxicating substances. It's just a naked attempt at just putting the gun industry out of business so that they can attack the Second Amendment, you know, from through the back door. But with regards to, you know, at least the three laws that, that are getting the most publicity, they're talking most about red flag laws. Of course, you know, that that, of course, is, is just a, a pure work of evil. Only someone who was really a, a bad legislator could come up with such a program where you're talking about eliminating due process on a mere allegation of wrongdoing that you're storming their residence and if you don't kill them upon securing their firearms you leave them there right they're supposed to be a danger right. to people you leave him there to do whatever danger you thought he was going to do and then there's no due process. You know, you, you don't have an opportunity beforehand to defend yourself in court. You have your gun stolen if you're not killed. And then you have to somehow finance a court proceeding to get your property back. You know, we don't do that in this country. You know, you have a right to face your right. accusers. You have a right to hear a case against you. You have a right to a jury or a judge to make a determination of your innocence and your guilt. Uh, mandatory storage is another thing that they're talking about. You know, how in the world does that work? I mean, you, you, you have a situation in which someone irresponsibly didn't secure their firearm, something bad happens, and then you want to just add on another offense. Why don't we do something proactive, you know, forward thinking, forward leaning? Why don't we introduce firearm safety education in the schools? Why not mm -hmm. explore? Yeah, that would, boy, that would really shock people, <laughs> wouldn't it? You know, stop, Eddie Eagle, stop, don't touch, leave the area, tell a responsible adult. You know, why not be more proactive and eliminate some of the mystery that kids may have with regards to firearms? And in many of these cases, when you do a deep dive into it, it's usually a person who's statutorily ineligible to own and possess a gun in the first place. So how do you stop criminals from breaking the law and then when some something bad happens, then punish all the good people who didn't do it. It's just insane. And the other law that they're, that they're pushing is this universal uh, reg uh, registration, right? They want to yes. register rifles and shotguns. I mean, when you look at the pure numbers, you know, more people are assaulted and or killed 
with knives on a four to one basis than a long gun, a rifle or a shotgun. Mm. And when you start talking about guns, pistols, by the time you by the time you get to long guns, rifles and shotguns, you're on the order of how many people are killed with rocks or blunt objects before long guns statistically become a problem. It's not about safety. It's all about attacking the Second Amendment and defending the rights of the citizens to defend themselves. And it makes me wonder, is it really because down the road they want to become tyrannical? I think that we're all wondering that. And I appreciate your I knew you would have a lot of insight on this. I knew you would have the facts and it was important for our audience to hear the facts. But I like your idea of training in school. And I will tell you that this is going to age me, but my husband actually took firearms training in high school. That was part of their high school. But, you know, it's it makes sense because I learned a lot from your course, and I think that everybody would learn a lot about the dangers of firearms and how to be safe with a firearm if they had to take it in school. But I don't know if that would ever happen. Maybe maybe that's a school choice issue as well. But well, I mean, thank it, you so much. And, and you know, and, and the thing is, it wouldn't take much to put these uh, programs in place, and in some cases, right. volunteers from different organizations would be willing to do that. But, uh, Tudor, before you cut me loose, I just want to let all of your listeners know that uh, I'm running for the National Rifle Association's Board of oh, Directors, yeah. and if they are so inclined to vote for me to be on the board, I would be truly indebted, and I will fight for our right to keep and bear arms until my last breath. Thank you. Thank you so much for everything you do for women and just in general out there fighting against this machine that is trying to take all of our guns away and our freedoms away. So I appreciate all of the hard work you do. Rick Ector, the owner of Rick's Firearm Academy of Detroit. Make sure you check it out the next time you're in the Detroit area. And thank you all for joining me on the Tudor Dixon podcast for this episode and others go to TudorDixonPodcast.com. You can subscribe right there and join me next time on the Tudor Dixon podcast. Have a great day. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas, ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4patriots.com tutor to get your solar generator. Now you'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to fourpatriots.com/tutor. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot slash iHeart.